Rush into Old Navy today for this can't-miss one-day deal. 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Get the workout wear you need at a huge 50% off one day only today. Hurry in or miss out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1020, select styles only, excludes in-store clearance. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's up, everyone? Ben Standick here for another edition of the Locked On Wizards podcast. You know the drill. This is the daily conversation about the Washington Wizards. Talking to you guys Monday, uh, I guess less than 24 hours since we saw another edition of the Boyan Bogdanovich show. What a what a night, as if because six three-pointers against Toronto wasn't good enough. The man, the myth, the the Boyan went 8 for 10 from 3 against Orlando, including two three-pointers in the final 66 seconds as the Wizards rallied from a 17-point hole to beat Orlando. 115-114, I broke that down, all that down with Todd Dibas from the Washington Times after the game. You can check that out on iTunes or wherever you do your podcasting. Here's what we got on tap for today. The Wizards are now out on the road. They start a five-game Western Conference road trip Tuesday night in Phoenix. I've already previewed this trip a little bit on a previous podcast with David Locke, the guy behind the Locked On Sports Network, but also he's the Utah Jazz play-by-play radio voice. So we got his take on um, all things about the West and teams the Wizards are about to face for today though we got some more thoughts on this and this is a good way sort of as an introduction to the new guy because i went one-on-one with the newest wizard brandon jennings for his take specifically on some of the point guards the wizards are about to face it starts off with eric bledsoe who's certainly an all-star caliber player for phoenix by the way a phoenix team that just beat the Boston Celtics doing the Wizards a favor. Kind of a thrilling finish if you didn't see it. Uh, Phoenix, I think they scored at five points in the last five seconds with a turnover in between and then a game-winning three-pointer at the buzzer. Uh, the Wizards start with Eric. They'll face Eric Bledsoe first. They'll face Ricky Rubio last. And there's a bunch of other interesting veterans, stars, and, and young players on the rise in between. So Brandon Jennings, I asked him for sort of his thumbnail scouting report on these guys, and he was kind enough to do that. And then Todd Dibas and I, Talk continued our conversation, sat down a similar path, looking at some of these point guards, some of the other players the Wizards are going to face on this trip. We both made a prediction on who we th- which opponent we think will score the most points against the Wizards on this trip, <clears throat> and a few other items. So that's what that's what we got on tap today. Now, normally at some point here, you guys hear me tell you, you know, I guess I already did say about iTunes, but you know, I normally will say how you can find us on Twitter or email or Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And you guys have heard me say this another a bunch of times. I'll say it again. But for now, rather than going down that path, I've got a favor to ask. You guys have been great with regards to your support, listening to the listening to the podcast. 
and all that uh, without question. Here's where I need your help, if you're willing. We all know how this Wizards community can work. A lot of people over the years kind of just almost given up on some level <clears throat> for finding consistent conversation about this team. You, listen, you turn on the radio and it's all about Redskins all the time. Or, you know, if you want to look for the Wizards, it's not that they don't talk about it always, but you never know when it's going to happen. Here, obviously, we're doing this basically literally every day. So my, 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 my favor, my request is, you know your friends. You know who you talk to about this team. You know who complains about some of these aspects that they don't have anywhere to, to listen. Send them a link to the podcast. Pick a, pick, which, pick, a, pick a recent episode or one you've liked. Send them that link. Or, walk, or literally physically walk over to their laptop, pull up iTunes or, or, some, or some other uh, <clears throat> podcasting application and hit the subscribe button for them. Or if you know they're on Twitter, make, tell them, hey, go follow Locked On Wizards and then you won't miss any of the um, <clears throat> any of the podcast. If you guys can do that, we can get some more people on board. Is definitely is definitely going to help the cause as we uh, get in here. You know, the seasons we've we've you know we've got what twenty one games I think left. Um, you know, the playoffs start next month. It's going to get pretty interesting. It's going to get exciting. I'm hoping we can take the podcast up another level or two. And you know, the more people who know about it, it definitely will help the cause as we try to figure out kind of the direction of the podcast, but also, Hey, just the, the more, the merrier. It's obviously been a pretty fun season for the most part. And it'd be great to have more people on board. So if you guys can help spread the word, that would be very, very cool of you. Um, all right. So let's get into this. Um, Brandon Jennings. He was cool to talk. Uh, Todd Dibus. He's always reasonable to deal with <laughs> for the most part. Um, and by the, I, I mentioned this on the podcast last night. I also caught up quickly with uh, Tomas Sadoransky and Sheldon McClellan, kind of just a quick catch up on, on their, where they are in this season. And also as they're getting ready for, for, for both of them, it's their first, it's going to be their longest road trips of their NBA careers. And also got some interesting stuff from Scott Brooks about the D league from uh, Orlando coach, Frank Vogel um, had some thoughts about, the NFL Combine. It'll make more sense when you hear it, but I but I promise it was some interesting, some interesting insight from him. And I've got a few other surprises along the way out there in this road trip. So we will uh, we'll get going here. Wizards Phoenix Tuesday night. Um, for now, though, here we go. My one on one with Brandon Jennings, followed by uh, part two of this podcast with Todd Dibus. Basically, we're looking at the Western Conference road trip. All right, we're talking with uh, Wizards point guard Brandon Jennings, the new man in the locker room. He is currently organizing his socks he just got. Those are some long socks. All right, you guys are about to go on a, on a, on a road trip. You just get in town for four seconds in the yard. They're already sending you out of town. Um, I noticed on Twitter the other day you were talking about point guards who've gone up against. I'm curious about some of the guys you're about to face. So maybe give us, like, the Twitter size thoughts on these guys. So the first game you guys are playing Phoenix, Eric Bledsoe, obviously, you've been having pretty big year. What's the key when you go up against a guy like that? Uh, well, Eric Bledsoe and Brandon Knight, um, both scoring point guards, um, you know, real aggressive. Um, so the main thing is, you know, you just, you just got to kind of attack them, too, on the on, on the uh, defensive end, you know, when they're playing defense. Um, you know, very quick, you know, like to get up and, like, like, like to get up and down the court like, like me and John do, so um, should be great. All right, so Denver, you got uh, Emmanuel Moutier. What is this, year two for him? Uh, I guess he came in with a lot of hype. What have you seen out of, out of him, and what, what's the challenge with him? Um, 
first one, altitude. <laughs> you know, when you go down there at altitude. Um, but, man, like another guard that's aggressive, um, you know, he can score at will. Um, and also Murray, the, the, the kid, uh, Jamal Murray, that they have too. You know, another another guard that's that's finding his own rookie, and, uh, you know, he's had some pretty big games. You mentioned the altitude. I mean, you guys are you have no time to adjust. You're flying that night. You have the game. You're flying the night before you get to play that night. How much of a factor is that? Like, when do you kind of notice if it is a factor? Is it pregame warm-up? Is it right to start in the game? Um I mean, I think it's just like the first five minutes. I mean, you know, you, the thing is, the key is, I say, drink a lot of water. And, um, you know, when you're going through the layup line and the warm-ups, you know, just get a good uh, warm-up in. All right, so then after that, you guys get one day off. And I think you're in Sacramento. So Ty Lawson's been around for, for a, a long time. Um, what's, uh, I guess I keep saying, what's the challenge? But obviously, he's a smaller guy. What's the deal with him? Same thing, running. Uh, you know, I think they with the with the move with Demarcus, I think they're starting to run more and, and um, just play a little more freely. Um, so these are games that we're going against a bunch of guards, and you know we're in the third spot right now. So you know we have to really uh, you know have 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 a focus on us. Um, and I think we have five games in what eight days. Um, so you know we have to really you know we have to really focus, take care of our bodies, and um, you know be be well prepared for these games. I'm sure that I know the, the coaching staff gives you guys a scouting report before every game. That said, I know when you like you're up, when you're with the Knicks, you're going to against the Wizards, you kind of know what the deal is. But when Sacramento trades a guy like Boogie Cousins, it changes everything. How much do you really have to kind of study up on them? You can't just kind of necessarily go in. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah, because now they have other guys who have who, who get a chance. Um, and and I say this in the league. I always say this. You know, every every player every player is like one coach away from from being star because, you know, once the coach has confidence in you and he lets you play, um, you know, sky's the limit for you. You know, everybody knows, you know, once you see the ball go in a couple times, you know, it might be a long night for that defender. So, you know, we just got to be ready. Um, before I get on to the next game, I just was thinking about this. So you're getting just thrown in here with these guys. I know you know some of them already from the league, but regardless, is the road trip almost coming at a good time for you? Because I would assume that road trips, you guys have more opportunity to bond more. There's no, it's just you guys on the road. So it's trying to kind of work out maybe in your favor? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think we have two of them this month, right? Yeah. Two, two, two of them. So, so um, you know, it's definitely going to be good. And it's definitely going to, um, you know, good for me to, to get to know the guys better and, and um, also get that chemistry. Um, Portland after that, Damian Lillard, he's pretty good. Um, different type of guard than, say, John, I would think. What, what, what's the uh, deal with him? Uh, um, you know, he's a guy who has a green light, who can shoot from anywhere. Um, so you always have to be on your toes. And I think guards in this league, you know, you have to pressure them a lot. So I try to pick up 94 feet and try to not make it easy for them. And as a last one, Ricky Rubio at the last game, uh, sort of a pass for a point guard, maybe not, doesn't consider one of the best outside shooters. What do you do with him? Uh, just keep him out of the paint because um, he can create well. He can he has he has crazy vision and and um, you know they're, they're also young and and you know they really, they they play they play fast too. So it should be a really good road trip for us. Brandon, I really appreciate your time, man. All right, so uh, I asked Brandon Jennings about he, Brandon Jennings was on Twitter the other day tweeting about a whole bunch of other point guards he's faced in his past, including Gilbert Arenas, which cracked me up. So I asked him about the point guards are about to face in this road trip. So let me get your take. Who's the one point guard matchup you're sort of intrigued by? The base level, you got Eric Bledsoe in Phoenix. You got the Jamal Murray, Emmanuel Moutier in Denver. You've got Sacramento's got what? Ty Lawson and Darren Collison? Isaiah Tom? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, he's not there. Whoops. Portland, obviously, Damian Lillard. Minnesota's got your boy, 
Ricky Rubio and, and, and Chris Dunn. Now, obviously, Lillard is the best one. Mm-hmm. So, Wall, Lillard, that's sort of obvious. But, you know, blah, blah, blah. What, what, what of the point guard scenarios, yeah. what, which is the one you're sort of like, okay, I really want to kind of see that one or that one's interesting or that guy, you know. I, yeah, Bledsoe is always interesting to me, you know. And some of the other young guys on Phoenix are also interesting to me. So, I, I think that'll be a fun one. I, and just to see Brandon Jennings get going from a scoring point of view while in this swing would obviously be a huge benefit. I think two of these, there's two sets of back-to-backs in these five games, if I have it correct in my head, right? Correct. Yeah, so obviously getting John Wall some rest is going to be crucial. Um, and not to mention the second game of the back-to-back is that, of the first back-to-back is Denver, which mm-hmm. typically is with the altitude and all that is right. typically problematic for uh, – for people, so yeah, they got to get out in Phoenix. I mean, winning is one thing, but they've got to they, they can't have another down seventeen points and have to come back. Right, the, yeah, that's why Sunday was so huge. And, and even if you go back to the Philadelphia loss, you know, you think, geez, if they had that in their pocket, then think you know you could give yourself a little wiggle room on these massive trips. But they don't. And this is the easier of the two remaining West Coast swings. This is the much easier by team record. Um, set up than the next one. The opponents are much more difficult. Um, so uh, I'm with you on Bledsoe, but I'm sort of intrigued by the Denver situation. I mean, I, I've not seen watched them play a ton. It feels like all the highlights I see are about Jokic, who's fantastic. Yes. But I mean, I know Murray's gotten a lot of, a lot of buzz, and obviously yeah. Moutier was a big deal coming yeah, in. Yeah, he's been kind of, when I watch him, I'm just yeah. kind of like, okay. I'm like looking for it. I'm like, where 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 is this? He was on the cover of I think ESPN the magazine at one point, and I was and read that story, and so I've been waiting for that kind of player, and that's not the kind of player we've seen as of yet. Right, I, the Denver game I think in general is the one I'm most excited excited to see from just a matchup standpoint. I mean, partly because Jokic has been awesome, yeah. and then of course you know you uh, are gonna fanboy it up because Wilson Chandler is uh, <laughs> is is in that game. Do you have do you have an actual Chandler jersey you'll put on for the game, or is it just a poster on the wall that you look what at? What I have is a T-shirt that makes it. It's actually I have a turtleneck that makes it look like I have the same neck tattoos oh. as Wilson Chandler right up under my chin. A variety of things. I still won't forget that team they had like three, four years ago with Birdman and <laughs> Ronaldo Bachman. It was like it was like a live art show. It was just unbelievable to see all these guys in one room. Just at J.R. Smith. They were just crazy, uh, crazy tatted up uh, for sure. I think we talked about it the other day. Got to come back with a winning record at the least. I think four and one would be tremendous. Not just because mm-hmm. four and one is really good, but the the, the reality of these, these are not the best teams. The the upcoming five gamer is much more difficult, and uh, you know it's going to be challenging to uh, to stay. They gotta, you know, we're getting deep enough here. They've played now what sixty one games, so twenty one left if my math is right. Correct. And, you know, I, I won't say we need to start looking at the standings on a nightly basis, but they, you don't want to face Cleveland in round two if you get past whoever you get in round one. So staying in that 2-3 spot, it's not just, hey, that would be cool. It's not like most other years where they're like, hey, can the Wizards get home court advantage? Okay, we, they're this deep. Don't blow it. you got to stay in that range as best you can. Obviously, Toronto's going to have a lot to say about yeah, it. And it's right there, yeah. So, uh, so this is that stretch. Because um, uh, and you know we we've talked about these two road trips, I think it's like the last ten games of the year eight are on the road. That includes that five gamer, but then they have some other ones. So right. the, the, you know we just saw them here. We we won't see them here 
too many more times. In fact, that's another thing. You and I are not going to have as many opportunities to do these podcasts. You, you know, you, you might have to like, like come over to my house, or I might have to meet you at a bar or something. Speaking of tattoos, that's when I'm going to get the teardrop tattoo right off the corner of my Aww. eye. Now that, now that that won't be happening, or else I'll be living my life and doing other things. <laughs> oh, that's one or the other. I'm not sure which it will be. That's just mean. Um, so yeah, so no, I, I, it's, it's going to be really. Uh, a really interesting trip to say the least. Uh, Trey Burke, Sheldon Mack, Jason Smith didn't play in this game. What are they going to change the box score? Well, did you notice that? So they gave out. I, I, I it must be. I wonder if it's like a an NBA legal thing that at the giveaway on Sunday night was a poster of all the players they gave out to the fans. And I looked at it. They had Bogdanovich and Brandon Jennings on the poster. They still had Sheldon McClellan. He, that that came about way before Is Brandon his jersey Jennings. changed. I haven't even noticed. I don't think so. He he. It's always so freezing in here. Players <laughs> who don't play have their warm up on yeah. throughout the game. I, when I was talking to him um, Sunday in the locker room, he noted that the his nameplate still says McClellan. Right. He's like, you know, you, you know, can we can we work that out already? Right. Yeah. It was quite, Yeah. I asked him if he was going to get that. On the flip side, I'm sure the Wizards yeah. are like. Hey man, you maybe know. we'll handwrite something. We're right. not gonna get it. Get something engraved. Respect for what you're trying to do in life. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> off season. Well, I told him he could just like tape it over or something, and then pop in an A. Or he wasn't having it. He wants a new nameplate. Um, all right, here, here's a, I'm gonna throw this off the top of your head, and this is you're gonna be like, oh my god, how am I gonna think of this? What opposing player will score the most points against? The Wizards. I'll, I'll stall here for a minute. So you got your Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, CJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. So you got Carl Anthony Towns in the last game against Minnesota. You got Eric Bledsoe, um, Sacramento. What the heck, Sacramento got at this point? Isaiah Top. No. Yeah, not, and, well, they have Willie Cauley Stein, but I don't think he's scoring uh, too much these days. Um, so uh, CJ McCollum. Just, that, yeah, just but just for a second. If you're the team that used the 60th pick. And you got a multiple-time All-Star out of that pick. What would people be saying about you in your front office savvy versus the team that ended up with that dude, and it was apparent that he could score in this league and but still had some work to do, but it was apparent he could play. And then he's just, you just, like, threw him, gave him the Phoenix, basically. You know what? I mean... I think the Wizards used to do this sometimes too. I don't know if they're not necessarily anybody with Isaiah Thomas, but I think teams that are bad or teams that are sort of in that middle range trying to make that move, they go for the home run all the time instead of looking at, hey, if this guy's productive, he does X, Y, and Z. The fact that Isaiah Thomas is blown up like he did, I don't know if anybody could have seen that. No. But he was a good player, but he because he's a, a midget, did you see the jump ball tonight between him and Tyler Eulis? I did. Uh, that's tremendous. Two guys jumping ball are shorter than me. Um but I think it's one of those things where we're like, well, we, we, we're not that good. We need something. We need to go for the thing. And they're not looking at the five-foot-nothing guy and thinking he's the thing. So they dismiss his stuff. I remember when he was here on Sacramento, giving the Wizards business 100 years ago. I was like, oh, Isaiah Thomas, look at that. But but think about your level of investment in him. He was the 60th overall pick. Yeah. Wouldn't you keep him around if you thought, you, okay, rookie scale had some potential – we might have to give him a little bit more money as he develops, dude. I, yeah, like I'm with you. I, I just think that I think teams look at a guy like that and think, "Well, we're, he's a mismatch defensively. How do we use him?" And, and instead of viewing the it, the crowd as, loved him there. I went to yeah. games when he was play, playing there, and the crowd loved him. You know, supposedly there was some friction with Boogie. Uh, well, 
hello? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Boogie is a walking friction creator, so. Uh, all right, all right. So, so you're on the record anyway. for C.J. McCollum for most yeah, yeah. points. Um, I, I'm going to go Bledsoe. Okay, so I think that's a viable option. I know, well. I'll know quickly if my my <laughs> call is correct. Now, Andrew Wiggins is also an interesting one because he killed the Wizards earlier this year. We'll go with, by the way, if you want to play along, we'll just do one of the things. You can tweet us at Ben Standig or at Todd underscore Divas. Definitely tweet at Todd all your thoughts on the Wizards. He's a big fan of that. Um all right, good. Sorry. Right. So that's our that's our thoughts on the Western Conference point guards. Uh, we're just gonna end the podcast here. Until next time, see you.